This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Purchasing a four and a half pound head of cabbage inspired some of my most recent blog posts, specifically finding this cabbage at my locally owned grocery store confirmed that it was time to make sauerkraut. I had been waiting to unpack my crock that had been packed away since I moved earlier this year, and I just needed enough vegetable matter to go in it. My sauerkraut recipe, along with Many widely used sauerkraut recipes require a lot of cabbage. Five pounds of cabbage is sort of a standard amount. And I chronicled how easy it is to make sauerkraut actually, particularly this time of year, which has always been the traditional time of year to make sauerkraut, when the temperatures dip and the ambient temperature inside your house is a little bit more friendly, most likely to fermentation. A longer, slower fermentation is preferable, and it helps novices in particular, which I consider myself still an amateur at fermentation, kind of keep a handle on what's going on and correct any issues that may come up. But really, the bacteria, the beneficial bacteria, do all the work, and they do it a little bit better when the temperature is a little bit lower. And again, your batch of sauerkraut or kombucha or whatever it is, isn't as likely to get away from you. If you're interested in revisiting that, and I did produce a podcast on making sauerkraut way back in January 2018. That podcast is still available and you can find the link to both it and my blog post about how to make sauerkraut on my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. Select from the archives heading on the right-hand side of the page. There's a drop-down menu, and you can choose January 2018. And page down toward the bottom because these are posted in reverse order, including this post from the 8th, sauerkraut takes longer to contemplate than to make. And of course, I was attesting to how easy this process actually is. But even easier, of course, less time commitment and offering the ability to use cabbage in a variety of ways is simply to make coleslaw or do other things with your cabbage. And my most recent blog post from November 11th posted under the headline, Adapt Classic Coleslaw to Diverse Flavors, explains how this is the time of year that I not only make sauerkraut, but my family tends to eat a lot more cabbage. It keeps a long time. You don't even need to keep it in the refrigerator. If you have a cold garage, it'll keep perfectly well out there alongside some potatoes and some winter squash you may have on hand. Cabbage, of course, being a staple for humanity during the cold season from time out of mind, is a really great way to sort of lighten up menus that rely a little bit more on meat, a little bit more on starchy root vegetables. Cabbage has really beneficial fiber that aids the digestion of those other foods. And again, it can be used in so many ways. I like to just 
pan fry it for a skillet supper with some apples and sausages for my kids. And again, coleslaw can be made in so many different variations with a wide variety of spices, seasonings, even taking it off into kind of globally inspired directions, Indian, Thai, other types of cuisines. I advocated for that in this blog post. But to start people off on the right foot, I did post a classic recipe for creamy New York deli coleslaw. This is from the America's Test Kitchen Family Cookbook. And this is a recipe that was shared over the summer by Tribune News Service with sort of the acknowledgement that there's some classic staples people tend to think of for summer potlucks and picnics potato salad, chicken salad, egg salad, pasta salad, coleslaw being one of them. But as I mentioned, my family actually eats this more in the wintertime. So I don't tend to think of coleslaw so much in the summer. I hung on to this recipe and decided to post it this week. I'm going to share that as well as a bonus recipe that is not available on the Mail Tribune archives or my blog archives. It was published in the Mail Tribune's former Home Life magazine on January 26, 2012, under the headline, Cilantro Brightens the Winter Garden. And this is a recipe, courtesy of the Los Angeles Times, for mustard grills curried slaw. So I'll share that one as well. But first, the recipe for creamy New York deli coleslaw. It calls for one head, red or green cabbage, that's about two pounds, cored and shredded to measure 12 to 14 cups. Now, a little word on terminology here. Shredded does not mean grated. I've been involved in cooking classes and cooking demonstrations in the past for access when a coleslaw recipe was being prepared and the instructors misunderstood the recipe written by the person who put together our program for shredding interpreting that as grating. And in fact, the two are not the same. Shredding involves using your knife, preferably a large chef's knife, to very, very thinly slice, shave basically, preferably off the cut face of a cabbage is how I like to do it. When you cut it in half and cut out the core, you have a nice flat surface that you can just start wiggling your knife down and you end up with really nicely uniform, thin pieces of cabbage. If you just hack this up any which way, you're going to end up with textures that are not nearly as pleasant on the palate. So use your knife for shredding. You can put the cabbage face down on a cutting board on its flat surface as well and very, very thinly sliced crosswise over the entire head. But again, I sort of like to cut off the face, although it entails balancing the cabbage on the cutting board, you have to be pretty confident in your knife skills to do that. Again, do not do this on a grater to get your 12 to 14 cups shredded cabbage. You'll also need salt, a half teaspoon caraway seeds, traditional in coleslaw, a half cup mayonnaise, two tablespoons white vinegar, one teaspoon Dijon mustard, one teaspoon granulated sugar, which is white sugar, some ground black pepper, two carrots that have been peeled and grated, and one small onion that's been peeled and minced. 
In a large bowl, toss the cabbage with one teaspoon of the salt and allow it to sit in a colander for at least one hour and up to four hours. This is going to soften it up and allow it to blend more into the dressing for creamy texture. Meanwhile, toast the caraway seeds in a small skillet over medium heat until fragrant for about three minutes. Rinse the cabbage, then thoroughly pat it dry with paper towels. In a bowl large enough to hold the finished slaw, whisk the toasted caraway seeds with the half cup mayonnaise, the two tablespoons white vinegar, the teaspoon Dijon mustard, and the teaspoon granulated sugar, along with a quarter teaspoon black pepper. Add that salted and drained cabbage, the two carrots that have been peeled and grated, and the small onion that's been peeled and minced. Toss that all together and chill at least one hour before serving. Season it with salt and pepper to taste. And this can be prepared up to a day in advance and freshened up with a spoonful of mayonnaise and a dash of vinegar just so that kind of creamy texture starts to come back and season it with more salt and pepper to taste. And that makes six to eight servings of creamy New York deli coleslaw from the America's Test Kitchen Family Cookbook posted to my blog, The Whole Dish. And now for this bonus recipe for Mustard's Grills Curried Coleslaw. This was taken by the Los Angeles Times from the cookbook, Mustard's Grill, Napa Valley Cookbook, referencing a restaurant in that region. And it calls for two tablespoons prepared Indian curry paste. And you can find this on the ethnic foods aisles of well-stocked supermarkets or at Asian markets. One tablespoon Dijon-style mustard, two tablespoons lemon juice, two tablespoons rice vinegar, a quarter teaspoon salt, three-quarter teaspoon freshly ground black pepper, a quarter cup plus two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil, four cups thinly sliced green cabbage, and that's about a third of a head, one carrot that's been peeled and grated, one Fresno or jalapeno chili that's been stemmed, seeded, and thinly sliced, a quarter cup fresh cilantro leaves, and two scallions that have been trimmed in the white and light green parts, thinly sliced on the diagonal. In a medium bowl, whisk together that two tablespoons curry paste, one tablespoon Dijon mustard, two tablespoons lemon juice, two tablespoons rice vinegar, the quarter teaspoon salt, and the three-quarter teaspoon freshly ground black pepper. Stir that until the salt's dissolved for about 30 seconds. Then gradually whisk in the quarter cup plus two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil, continuing to whisk until the dressing is fully emulsified. And this makes a scant cup of vinaigrette, which will keep for up to three days, covered and refrigerated. In a large bowl, toss together the four cups thinly sliced green cabbage with the carrot that's been peeled and grated and that red Fresno or jalapeno chili that's been seeded, stemmed, and thinly sliced. Stir the vinaigrette to make sure it's still emulsified and toss the slaw with just enough of it to coat it lightly. You don't want this swimming in the dressing and you may not need all of it. Place the slaw in a serving bowl or divide it onto plates and then garnish the bowl or the servings with the quarter cup fresh cilantro leaves right on top. Divide it among the portions if you have this individually plated as well as the scallions too that have been trimmed and sliced on the diagonal, the white and light green parts. And that makes four to eight servings of mustards, grills, curried slaw. 
courtesy of the Los Angeles Times, and printed in the Mail Tribune's Home Life magazine, which is no longer publishing, but ran a lot of really great recipes in my column, Season a Taste. You can find more current recipes on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.